Hey guys, this is Dorsh and, and Lockie, and we're basically making a whole bunch of videos uh, teaching and exploring digital marketing topics. So today's topic that we're exploring is um, the whole idea of uh, videos and what videos businesses should be making. I feel like a lot of marketers and even business owners and communications people um, are very uh, a little bit confused when it comes to what video should we make uh, to, to achieve whatever goal it is for the business. So we're gonna explore that today. So I think um, one thing that a lot of businesses uh, assume when first making video is that they need to uh, start by having a corporate video introduction. Um, but if you really, I guess, pull it back a little bit and think about where that type of a video would be used, um, it's really, I guess, purpose to sit on the company website mm -hmm. as people come through um, as an introduction to the brand. It can be shared out onto social media if it's, um, I guess, produced in the right way and made to be entertaining. Um, but a lot of the time it is sitting on the website of a company and unless they're already driving significant traffic through that uh, website, yeah. the value of that video, I guess, is, is kind of lost and um, really you might be better off starting in some of the places um, to begin, I guess, creating that, that marketing funnel. Yeah, I guess like the challenge is like, all businesses are very excited about creating a video. They jump into it and they think that what they need is as an accompanying introduction video. They go ahead and make it. Uh, and all the only place it has to live is the website. And then they kind of realize that, oh, okay, cool. We've put our video up and it's like, did the video make a difference? And um, the answer to that for, from their perspective would be probably no if they don't have much traffic on the website, right? So um, that's kind of the realization they're having. And, and I guess what we're trying to uh, explore is like, all right, well, why did that happen and what needs to change, right? Yeah. So I guess one of the things is that the issue of traffic um, and and anytime you're making a video, you, all, you always have to explore um, who's gonna see it and how they're gonna see it. And, and especially like, if anyone is going to see it and if it's a topic that someone's going to care about. So if it is an introduction to your business, that's wonderful to have um, maybe a, a short version of it could be used on social media and everything like that. The home for it more or less will be somewhere on your website. So I guess the next thing that you have to think about it is, all right, cool, we need to figure out a way to drive traffic to these parts of our website or, or this page um, so that people will actually watch this video. And I guess, um, uh, you know, just a little off the top of my head kind of idea is maybe uh, do a shorter version of the original introduction and use that as a social media ad or something like that just to let people know that you're this business and you exist and, and maybe they might uh, click on click through to explore the actual website right yeah yeah definitely um that's probably one of the most common things that we do uh for people is running ad campaigns with um, shorter videos more i guess introductory videos to drive people through to that website get that traffic up um, and then it becomes really about I guess a conversion funnel is hitting the percentages if you've got 100 people going through to your website it's about converting three or four percent of that um, and if you think that that is the formula then why not push as many people in from the top of the funnel and um, look to fill that up using social media advertising yeah. and video is a great one for that at the moment uh, social media so Facebook um, even LinkedIn is giving a lot of um, weight to social media videos because of the popularity of them. Well, even even Google, when you really look at it, because YouTube. Oh, yeah, YouTube, yeah. 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 Um, and what that really means is 
if you're creating or if you're marketing in general, you're looking to buy media space, you're advertising. So just like if you were to buy billboards or if you were to buy advertising space in a newspaper, you want to buy as much uh, space for as low a cost as possible. And because video is preferred, it allows you to do that. You can get organic reach, so get more placements in news feeds without a cost, as well as you can lower the cost of your um, your advertising, so your paid advertising, because of uh, Facebook actually preferring that video format. So when we begin to speak on um, why video is beneficial in terms of advertising, because if you're paying for advertising, there really isn't no difference. but in terms of uh, video success in advertising, um, I think it's it's great because you can obviously um, obtain a lot more space for the same cost and get in front of a lot more people really. Um, so that's, yeah, that's a great way to see it. I guess start off by um, working on social media uh, and driving more traffic through to your website. Yeah. So, I mean, like just, just to kind of look back at the two areas that we explored, just so people don't get confused is, the idea of an introduction video yes that's the first thought you have it's great for your website and everything like that but have this other thought around all right well maybe social media and, and these other channels will actually play a part in bringing traffic to the website so people actually check out the website and see these videos and things like that um so that other area is all right cool social media videos um and, and maybe some social media ads so like social media it just in there you could have so many different flavors of videos from like live videos to event promo videos to different videos that are promoting your services and products and everything like that so there's a whole uh, large kind of space of different videos that comes in different shapes and flavors and everything like that so i guess what we could do now is, is maybe have a look at what some of these other videos could be and i guess the thing to keep in mind is yes social media is a very very big part of um, what all this is and, and, and video will always fit into it but don't just think only social media there's probably other places that some of these ideas could work in as well right yeah yeah definitely and um, like you mentioned just then is social media has a few different areas and the way I like to say it is there's um, there's people who are out there they're probably in the market for your product but they're not buying or actively searching it out right now um, and they're the people who you want to get in front of and I guess um, make them aware of your product and convince them to go and do that extra investigating um, in terms of uh, having a look at your website or whatever it be. Um, but there's also those people who are on social media um, or on YouTube, for example, and they are actually actively researching your product already. So they might be looking for um, information in terms of how do I um, go about applying for a mortgage or how do I so this, um, this make a video in terms of some of our customers, yeah. they begin looking at how, to, how do they do it for themselves. So that's um, exactly what we're, we're doing in this video here is looking to facilitate those questions of when people are really early in the buying process. So before they come to your website, um, getting them through there, helping them facilitate those yeah. Questions. I guess, uh, I mean, another way. So it's, it's all around thought leader videos. That's, that's basically what we're exploring. But um, I guess a good way to start understanding how this all makes sense is the idea of how you probably ended up with the first car you ever bought, right? 
Um, and, it, and it had to do with, all right, cool, you figured that you needed a way to transport and everything like that when, when you were, you know, 18 or whatever it was. And, and you had someone to go to or someplace or something like that, usually your dad, um, to, to start answering some of the questions around what type of car you need and all that kind of stuff. So ultimately with videos and the thought leader videos and everything like that, you, you want to try and position yourself a bit like the, the father figure of, of being able to help you choose that car. But in this case, help you choose services and products in your space. I guess another way to look at it, just because it's a very hot and trending topic in digital marketing is influencer marketing, right? So, so this idea of content marketing and everything like that, without using too many fancy words, is you're trying to create content that's influencing your you know your market um to help them make a purchase decision and, and some of these thought leader videos and everything like that should be doing exactly that right yeah exactly and influencer marketing is something that kind of has probably paired really well with social media for a long time because when you think of it it's it's social media it's people it's about engaging with each other um and some of those themes you touched on is um when you know you're buying your first car you go to your dad and you're asking that that question, same as on social media, is it's people to people. People trust people and they trust them with the information they give. So rather than going to a company and getting it from a company, if you see uh, a celebrity on social media who has endorsed that product, you feel a bit more comfortable. Um, and I think now it's even broken down a lot more that people have moved away from you know, celebrity endorsers and looked more towards micro-influencers. So, influencers in their niche space that's a lot more relevant or a lot more close to home um, and looking to create that connection. So um, it is a big part of how you kind of, I guess, uh, are creating value around your your product and um, engaging with people in your audience. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's thought leader videos and I guess we kind of shifted a little bit into the influencer conversation a little bit. But um, th that probably leads on to the next thing that we should explore, which is like, um, it's it's your products and services and your client's experience with some of those products and everything like that. So another area of, all right, cool, when you go to make videos is obviously you're gonna have to start looking at how your services work and how your products work and you wanna start talking about some of these things, right? Um, bringing your clients in to, to help you create some of these pieces. So this is just testimonial videos. Um, they could be standalone testimonial videos or they could be featured as a part of a service or product video as well. But it's that idea of getting a little bit of um, the, the market influencers thoughts in amongst that content as well. It's a very big part of being able to get uh, people across the line, I guess, to start trusting you and everything like that. Um, yeah, so I mean, just touching on your topic, we used to uh, kind of trust in Mariah Carey to help a mum pick out their baby seat or something like that. But I guess now it's shifting even more into like, who's the coolest mum's leaders in my local neighborhood? And now it's, what are those mums saying? And what baby seat do those mums want to pick? And, and, and how does that fit into Australian lifestyle and all that kind of stuff? So, so we're micro niching down. And I guess that's actually a huge opportunity um, for any business now, because you don't have this $150,000 celebrity endorsement price tag you have to deal with you could deal with just the local mom down the road to, to make that content yeah um i guess it comes down to social proof and um even you touched on it then is the cost of pulling a lot of these videos off is um, because of that come down a lot so even working with your clients so testimonies or um, we do uh, case studies for some clients do, doing that type of content you don't even sometimes have to pay for it 
Um, you could incentivize it, so offer some discounts to your client in future or um, yeah, just give them something for their time. But a lot of the time, this content is very um, easy to make. It's just about taking the time and reaching out to the person and um, I just guess that effort in getting it done. And um, if you were to really kind of, you know, if you could, the ultimate step you could take to in, in this content creation and getting your clients and everyone involved is imagine if you didn't even have to spend time, energy or money into creating the content, you just, your clients are just making it for you. Um, it's the whole idea of proper influencer marketing where you just give them the product and they start talking about it. But I'm um, just starting to think about how could I start uh, behaving in a way as a brand where my clients just want to start talking about me on social media and these type of uh, channels just, just to start spreading the word. Maybe not because they want to promote our business, but maybe because they it's just a part of their lifestyle and, and whatever service we delivered is just a very good fit for them and they like talking about it, you know? So so looking at those opportunities is probably, probably another good one to, yeah. to kind of explore while we're on this topic. Right? Yeah, curated content's another massive um, benefit for brands if they can get their clients to to do that work for them they're ultimately getting their clients to do their marketing or advertising or promotion for them so one other massive unknown benefit of uh, doing that is if you can get your clients to post on their social media pages so on Facebook um, because of the algorithm and how uh, Facebook's pretty much deemed that audiences don't want to see business pages they're more interested in people to people um you'll get in front of more people because of that yeah. without having to i guess pay so use or maximize the reach or the people who your clients know um, and encourage them or incentivize them to take those actions and um, post for you or share you out there um, because yeah there's there's massive un unknown benefits in doing that so another thing that you could actually uh, leverage when it comes to video is um, events. Now events could be, you could look at events in two different ways, um, promoting the event itself and everything around it, and actually looking at the event as an opportunity to start creating content as well. Um, was there anything in particular around events that you wanted to mention, Lucky? Um, yeah, I guess just on what you were saying is there's, there's two areas um, obviously having the content there for future events to be able to actually promote. So you don't necessarily want to be falling back to images or um, creating an animation to advertise an event. You want to have footage um, from past events that you can uh, draw on yeah. to snip together a little promotion or something like that. Um, and other good things are even going in on the day doing interviews uh, with attendees, um, storeholders, speakers from the day. Um, that won't only obviously help you to get more um, people in the door for the event, but it might even help you to get more storeholders for a future event or get speakers engaged with that event because they can see how other people who were, uh, I guess, stakeholders in the event, um, what they took from it. So um, there's a number of benefits of obviously creating content around your events. I guess the kind of lens that you should start seeing events in is... Um, it's it's an opportunity to invest in for the business when it comes to content. So whenever you've got an event coming up, you know, even if it's three months to in advance, I'm um, just start thinking of all right, what type of content could we leverage out of this scenario? Um, because they'll very likely there's there's a ton of uses for the content that you pull out of uh, events when it comes to 
promoting. Um, was there anything else when it comes to video content that we haven't really explored? Uh, I know we, we touched on, you know, social media videos and ads and, and how you could play with that. Introduction videos, thought leader videos. We looked at um, events and, and what you do around there. I mean, the, the, the only other major one that I really wanted to touch on again is just use your freaking iPhone or your smartphone to create as much content as you can. That's, that's just a big one that a lot of people just kind of leave out. Um, maybe it's procrastination. I don't know what it is, but a lot of people don't, don't tend to look at their phone as an option to make content. They feel like they need to spend $2,000 with a professional, which is fine. You can give us the money, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously them, depending on, where you're using that video, yeah. um, the video and the production behind the video um, isn't really matter. Uh, doesn't really matter as long as you've got the right message at the right place in, I guess, the buying journey and getting that in the front of the right audiences. So, um, yeah, that's really all it comes down to. Um, other than that, I don't think there's much that we've really missed out on. In a broad sense, um, there's one topic that, or one type of video that. Uh, a lot of people refer to as brand videos um, and it's so broad in a sense of it's anything that your brand resonates or your audience is resonating with. Uh, for example, Red Bull have a whole series of content um, where they're just doing kind of like X Games, extreme activities, jumping out of planes, skydiving, um, just anything to associate your brand with and, it's, yeah. and, and as long as it resonates with the right demographic, then you're in you know if, if your demographics old people and you could do something with old people and your brand in amongst it then do it and, and make content around it that's that's also something you kind of just want to be the the cool guy known yeah. for doing that piece of content in a sense you want to associate yourself with those brand pieces that you create um and those ones are generally really effective on or can be really effective if they've had the right thinking there's a number of them have gone completely wrong but um, yeah, they can be really good on social media when done right. Yeah, like you, you could, you could be the popular kid at back in the high school kind of days party, or you could be the the try hard yeah. kid, and and you, you there's a fine line between the two, and, and you got to obviously be the popular cool kid, not the try hard, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, we're making a ton of videos like this, so definitely tune into the next one. Uh, one thing, if you did like this video, is definitely check out the No Bull Guide to Digital Marketing ebook. Covers all the topics that we were just exploring in a little bit more detail, and, and there's a lot of marketing knowledge in there that's that's also really good for anyone. But until next time, guys, my name's Dush. This is Lucky. Um, stay tuned. Peace.